Welcome to the latest episode of American Public Power Association's Public Power Now podcast. Joining us today is Gil Quinones, President and CEO of NYPA, New York Power Authority. Gil, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Paul. Um, good to be with you. Um, so uh, just dive right into the, to the to first question for you, Gil. Um, as you know, recently, um, NYPA's board approved its strategic plan, um, and I wanted to know if you could kind of elaborate on what the plan entails and more specifically its focus on five strategic priorities um, to achieve the clean energy goals of NYPA's customers and the state. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're very excited that our board of trustees approve our strategy called Vision 2030. They approved it last month. And as you had mentioned, it is comprised of five strategic initiative and five uh, what we call foundational pillars. Uh, in terms of the strategic initiatives, they are in, in not really in any order of priority, but five very important priorities uh, nonetheless. First is we want to preserve the value of our hydropower. You know, NIPA is uh, the largest state-owned utility in the U.S. We produce about 25% of all electricity in New York, 75 to 80% of that from our hydropower plants. We also own a third of the transmission grid here in our state. So if you think about NIPA, we are really the, uh, the backbone of the power system of our state. And preserving the hydro as the foundation uh, is critical for us to achieve our state's goals of um, reaching 70% renewable by 2030. The second priority is to build out our transmission system here in our state. I mentioned before, we already own a third of the high voltage transmission system here. And there was legislation passed in March last year, state legislation, that assigned NIPA to build what's called priority transmission projects. These are transmission projects that are clearly beneficial in integrating large scale renewables to our grid and that they need to be fast tracked. Uh, where we have uh, one already assigned in addition to two that we're already building here in our state. The third priority is to transition our natural gas power plants to low or zero emission technologies and resources by 2035. You know, we, we own a what's called peaker plants here in New York City and Long Island, as well as a couple of combined cycle natural gas power plants. And we need to figure out how do we transition those assets to low or zero emission resources and technologies by 2035. The reason why we need to do that is our state as a whole has a goal of supplying carbon-free electricity by 2040. So uh, that's our third priority. Our fourth priority is to meet uh, other goals that are contained in our state's Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act. It's the law that was passed two years ago to address the climate crisis. And in that 
legislation, there are very, very specific amounts of distributed storage, distributed solar, energy efficiency, electric vehicles, uh, targets uh, that, that are needed. And we want to work and partner with our customers to help them achieve their own goals and contributions to those statewide goals. And the last one, the fifth one, which is probably not as familiar to our public power world, is uh, to reimagine the New York State canals. In 2017, our state, uh, New York State, transferred the ownership and operation of the New York State canals, including the historic Erie Canal to NIPA. 524 miles of canals, 57 locks, many bridges and dams that, that we maintain, 27 hydro, small electric hydro power plants along the way. And so we, we need to reimagine the canals for uh, the next 200 years. You know, the Erie Canal just, just celebrated its 200 year anniversary so that we can make it an economic engine a tourism magnet, uh, a resiliency a play to prevent flooding, to restore environmental habitats, uh, and again, just in general, be a, a, an asset of the canal communities along the way. So five uh, very important strategic initiatives that we plan to embark over the next decade. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for that. Very detailed overview of, of the um, the plan, um, and so uh, as you know, also last month um, the board of NIPA approved a diversity, equity, and inclusion plan. Um, so I'd like to hear from you in terms of the goals of this plan, and if you could detail how NIPA has already laid the foundation um, for successfully meeting those goals. Well, uh, you know, we our board really um, inspired us to create a, a more robust and comprehensive diversity, equity, and inclusion plan, especially coming out of the, uh, you know, the, the uh, racial protests after the death of George Floyd back in late May. And so we embarked in, in putting together a very comprehensive plan and Think of it in, in three buckets. I believe it is the most comprehensive and the most uh, innovative uh, way to address diversity, equity, and inclusion in the utility slash energy industry space. In our plan, uh, the first is to target clean energy projects in disadvantaged communities to reduce emission, to reduce pollution, and to help spur uh, clean energy jobs in those communities over the next five years. Uh, we are also doubling our procurement of goods and services from minority women uh, business enterprises and veteran-owned businesses in our state. We currently spend uh, within the pool of eligible goods and services, about 80 million a year, and we want to double that to 160 million a year over the next five years. The third one is to really increase the pipeline of uh, employees 
who can join NIPA and its partners. It's uh, the vendors that we deal with, the consultants that we deal with, the customers that we serve. Um, increase the pipeline of minority employees that can be developed and trained uh, along the way from K to 12. We have a lot of STEM program all the way to a, a P-TECH program, which was really uh, started by IBM. It's a great program that provides an associate's degree from a, a, a STEM associate's degree after high school and a great preparation to go to, to college uh, and pursue uh, that. So we're, we're looking to develop the minority employees of NIPA today, make sure that they are developing and growing within our company. Plus, we're increasing the pipeline of future employees into NIPA and also into our partners and customers. And the goal really is for us that over time, our vision is that NIPA's employees reflect the communities that we serve. Okay, great. Uh, I'm just switching gears here. Um, wanted to talk to you about um, NIPA's plan to become the first end-to-end -end, uh, digital utility in the country. Um, so more specifically, I'd love to hear from you in terms of what actions are being taken by NIPA to achieve this objective and how you define a digital utility. Yeah. So in our case, uh, when we say a digital utility, it's it's we're digitizing NIPA inside and out and end to end. We're digitizing our operations or an asset management. We're digitizing our cust the customer experience. We're digitizing our back office, uh, and we're digitizing uh, you know basically everything that uh, we are doing at the Power Authority. Our journey began all the way back in 2013, 2014. So we've been at this for a few years and made a lot of investments and realized a lot of benefits already on those investments. And the importance of it really and the validation that we've seen is when, when COVID happened, uh, we were already very much prepared to work remotely and operate our business remotely, effectively, and efficiently. So, you know, we're, we're glad that we made those investments. We're making additional investments. Now we're helping to digitize the energy systems of our customers. Um, about 15,000 buildings, state buildings, are now hooked up to our platform. Uh, and we have created digital twins of their energy systems, helping them optimize their energy use as well as uh, help them green or uh, reduce their carbon footprint and green their, their supply. So to us, in the end, uh, we measure our success uh, based on the success of our customers. And, and we measure uh, a, a digital utility is is one that creates new business models, uh, spur new business models. And uh, so from our perspective, that's the lens and the metric that we use when we say digital utility. Okay, great. Um, 
So with respect to energy storage, um, as you know, there's been a lot of recent developments when it comes to NIPA and, and storage projects. Um, so kind of two-part questions. Could you detail some of those projects? And also, what role do you see energy storage playing for NIPA in the future? Yeah. Well, our state, uh, the legislation that was passed two years ago requires that we install 3,000 megawatts of storage between now and 2030. And so NIPA has been endeavoring to contribute to that goal. And we are looking at storage really at each of the value chain, at the bulk level, at the generation and transmission level, at the distribution level, and you know, partnering with utilities here in New York and behind the meter with, with our customers. Um, so we have over 200 megawatts right now in the pipeline, many solar plus storage at state facilities uh, and city facilities. For example, in, in New York City, uh, we're developing a solar plus storage at the Jacob Javits Convention Center, which is going to be one of the largest installations in New York City. Uh, we are doing the same thing at JFK Airport, even bigger, solar plus storage. And that is not only going to serve the needs of the JFK Airport, but also as a community solar to the neighborhoods adjacent uh, to the airport, primarily uh, low-income uh, neighborhood. So we're proud of that. We're also embarking ourselves in uh, new technology and piloting uh, early stage technologies. For example, we have a partnership that is looking at zinc air technology rather than lithium ion uh, because it can provide a longer duration uh, type storage. And if done at scale, maybe will be cheaper than a lithium ion. We're also partnered with Cadenza, a startup company that found a way to make batteries safer and less prone to what's called thermal runaway, where uh, batteries catch fire and then it just propagates within the various cells. Um, we are also building one storage, uh, lithium ion, a 20 megawatt in one of our substations in upstate New York so that we can store renewable energy from our hydropower plant and from the wind farms that are connected uh, to our transmission system in the northern part of New York uh, and then sell those excess power at the right moments when the when the grid here in New York uh, need needs uh, that power. So a lot of activity in, in the storage space uh, you will see us probably applying storage in charging stations for electric vehicles in the future as well. Great. Um, so that's a perfect segue to to my to my next question for you, which is if you could talk about how NIPA is um, facilitating the deployment of uh, EV public charging stations in the state through uh, your Evolve NY program. Yeah. So we've we've been doing EV charging station for quite some time. Uh, we've installed level two, you know, the, the, the slower type chargers at municipal parking lots and, and uh, rail, uh, you know, uh, stops where in the suburbs where people leave their car for the day and commute into New York City. Uh, we've done 
over close to 500 of those chargers over the years. More recently, we decided to invest 250 million to build a fast charging network along the major highways and urban hubs here in New York. So think of it as, uh, you know, you can charge 20 minutes or less um, between, and this, this charging station will be spaced out between 50 and 75 miles along the various highways that we have here in New York State. So that's about 800 chargers, 200 sites of fast charging. And the goal of that is to reduce range anxiety uh, for drivers who are buying and using electric cars, and also to make the buying of electric vehicles uh, more simple, uh, a simpler choice for New Yorkers. So we're doing that right now. We've installed 40 so far of that 800. Uh, we're ramping up. We got slowed down a little bit by COVID, but we're rank ramping that up. Um, so you'll see us uh, more and more in that space. I mentioned before that we will probably deploy storage in tandem with uh, charging stations. And we are also working with transit authorities, uh, you know, public buses in, in the larger cities here in New York State, from New York City all the way to Buffalo, you know, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, Westchester County. Uh, and we're going to be building the charging infrastructure for uh, transit buses as they slowly but surely electrify the public bus transit system here in New York. Okay, great. Well, Gil, thanks so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. We would love to have you back on uh, hopefully some, po some point this year. Um, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of other topics that we can talk about in terms of what NIPA is doing these days. Um, did you have any final thoughts? Well, I, I just want to thank uh, APPA, uh, Joy, and the, uh, Ditto, and the entire team. We, we have a, a very close and very productive relationship with APPA. Uh, you all represent our interests really, really well in Washington, D.C., with the executive branch and the, the uh, Congress as well. Uh, so, and I know we work a lot on, on issues, not just in terms of clean energy, but resiliency and cybersecurity through our engagement with the Electricity Subsector Coordinating Council and beyond. So uh, thank you for having me, and, and I look forward to giving you an update at some point in time on the topics that we talked today. Great. Well, thanks again, Gil. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, and Happy New Year. You too.